Hey there, demons. It's us, your girls. Welcome to the 11th Office Goblin Podcast. I'm S. And I'm D. And we are goblins. Two goblins that have many thoughts, interests, and opinions about stuff and things. And today, we're getting into adulthood. All the fun stuff that comes with it. Be it jury duty. Uh, groceries. Exercise. It's literally a marathon and additional full-time job. Yeah. It's it's all about that, you know, millennial experience where we're at... And air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> we are <A> TM. Both- <laughs> Copyright. Patent. <laughs> we're both at the younger end of things. And so... I hate to break it to you, but anyone who is basically uh, 26 and under, you're Gen Z. I'm sorry. That's that's just, that's how it goes. That's where we cut off. I literally don't make the rules. I am am borderline (laughs) a Gen Zer myself. And to tell my older sister, who has always claimed to be Gen X, that she is in fact a millennial, uh, I think killed her soul a little bit inside. Isn't that sad how that's like one of her greatest life disappointments is being told and confirmed that you are in fact a millennial. I'm so sorry to to be the bearer of such tragic news. I don't know. I feel like it was a catch-22 for her because her kid, uh, my oldest nephew, calls her a boomer. And she's like, I'm not even Gen X. You are so far off right now from what age group I'm even in. Yeah, like emotionally a boomer. Everything else, millennial. (laughs) Yeah, no. So, so let's see. What is, what's the biggest adult thing that's getting you down right now, Is? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I would have to say it's how do I delegate my time? Because you and I have talked about this before, like the post-work drain. Mm-hmm. I think whether you have good days at work, bad days at work, and especially if you have those bad days, when you come home, you're feeling some type of way. Even if you have a longer, short commute and you get that kind of time to zone out and just, you know, think Mm -hmm. and even be on autopilot, right? You're like, you get in your car and then you arrive and you're like, how did I get here? (laughs) That's always a scary thing, right? Where especially if you live across town and go, hmm, I hope I didn't get anybody on the way here. Yeah, yeah. Did I uh, make sure that there was no car coming as I made that left turn in the intersection? Right. (laughs) Right. But I think the biggest thing for me is uh, not feeling drained and still having energy to get done what I need to do, right? Right. Um, Whether it be exercise, so making that time for physical movement, uh, physical nourishment, if, uh, (laughs) you know, food prep, groceries. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I used to tell you, uh, back in our school days that I would rather starve to death than make myself something to eat <laughs> on some days, <laughs> which is so awful. It's such an awful thing to say. But at that point, I was just done. I was like, I, you know what? I don't care. No, I get that. Because there's there's always the people online that make funny posts or jokes where you sit there and you think, I really have to decide what to eat, not only for dinner, but breakfast and lunch every day. Ugh. I have Ugh. to feed myself regularly? What the fuck is this? Yeah, like, who made the rules about this? Like, my body needs nourishment. I can't just go toward the sun, get that chlorophyll and photosynthesis. <laughs> what do you mean I can't, I can't live off of popcorn and Skittles? Like, what? It is this gonna, collard greens bullshit. Yeah, collard greens and, like, <laughs> you actually need a vegetable once in a while. I, I tell you what, we're going to pick it. We're going to protest. No, just kidding. (laughs) Some days, right? But yeah, so to answer your question, I think that's the biggest thing for me is um, how do I recenter myself and get through what I need to do? Because, you know, with adulthood comes a lot of demands that uh, no one's going to be doing the thing for you, whether it's paying your bills on time, uh, taking care of your physical person taking care of your uh mental health and still making time for friends family uh what have you that comes with the day-to-day tasks and then dealing with things as they come right like jury duty (laughs) Woo! yeah that's that was my life last week i uh Uh i got the dreaded letter, letter in the mail saying 
you have been called to serve the public or whatever it tells you. It tries to make it like a heroic job. And all you do is you show up at a courtroom and you sit there for God only knows how many hours while the attorneys decide who they want to sit, you know, on the actual jury. Because that's the fun part, at least where I'm at in my state, is you get called in and then they decide if they want you or not. Yeah, yeah. And if they don't want you, then you've wasted an entire day of your time. Love it. And uh, it's stupid. It's also stupid because if you – jury duty is a it's a federal thing. Like, you have to show up if you've been chosen. I know, you know? people that wouldn't. You can get in a lot of trouble if you don't. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Goes without saying. But they were like, it's a lottery. The chances are of me being selected are very slim. So I'm just not going to do it. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sorry. Proceed. <laughs> please don't. If you get selected for jury duty, just show up. And here's the thing is that they pay you for your time, right? And for me, it's about 20 bucks a day that you get paid. Or no, mm-hmm. $10 a day. Sorry. 10 Woo. Rolling in the big bucks here. <laughs> Double digits, baby. But because you have to show up, it's an automatic excusal from work. But because you get paid... For your work hours, because it's an automatic excusal, you can't also then, like, some jobs won't let you keep the money that jury duty gives you. What? So, for me, because I'm getting paid for the two days that I had to miss work, I can't quote-unquote double dip, and I have to then pay my work the $20 that I got. (laughs) What the hell is that? Like, something that's federally mandated, like, you need to show up. So it was not something you volunteered for, because I Mm -hmm. haven't talked to anyone yet in all my time who is excited for jury duty. And then, so you show up to something you can get in so much trouble for legally, and then they want to take your money too? Yes. I can't keep the money that I make for jury duty because I'm getting paid at work. Wow. It's... Wow. Girl, it is so stupid. <laughs> it is so dumb. But the thing is, the check is going to be mailed in, in the mailbox to me f- with my name on it. Right. So I have to go and cash the check and then take another check or cash to work to then pay that. It's... <laughs> to split the difference there. Split the, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to adulthood. You get and fucked all the time, but not the fun yeah, way. <laughs> not the fun way. <laughs> and maybe this is me being ignorant because I I told you this story when I got the one and only time in knock on wood that I got summoned for jury duty was mm-hmm. when I moved out of state for school mm-hmm. and received three summons in a row mm-hmm. and kept on deferring them because like, I'm not going to drive several hours for you to maybe pick me. Right. So kept on deferring, kept on getting the summons, and then they stopped after the third time. Mm-hmm. And haven't heard a peep since from the feds, which is fine. <laughs> so maybe uh, this whole money thing, they, they could very well be doing that here. But because I've never had to deal with it, I'm just like, how dare they? <laughs> I don't know. I'll, all I know is the last time I got summoned was also when I was out of school or out of school, out of state for school. Where we went for grad school. Yeah. And uh, I called the office and I said, I'm not even in this state. Like, I'm yeah. I'm not even in the next state over. I am like three states away. This is a 10-hour drive for me. I can't make it. And they said, no problem. We'll take you off and we'll put that like on your, your name, basically, that you're a student out of state right now. Like, cool. Most reasonable office I've ever heard. <laughs> state government office. <laughs> and so... Maybe, you know, if I think about it, I've been out of school now for roughly four years. So maybe they and I've and I've completely registered in a different county now. Yeah. And so that might be it is because I I moved and I registered with a different county that my name popped up saying, oh, well, they're back, you know, or they're stationed or set wherever they are here. So (laughs) can I just say I just imagine some like leaky basement somewhere and someone has like one of those like bingo wheel things <laughs> and they're just like a total troll looking person a fellow goblin 
a fellow goblin, yes, who, like, <laughs> has the job to make other people's lives miserable by rolling this bingo wheel and then pulling your name from it and being like, time to ruin another person's day and have them pay me. <laughs> All I can think of is that old story, The Lottery. <laughs> uh, do tell. Do you not remember that? Oh, no. Okay, very, very quick synopsis here is... uh. It's a very small town in the middle of nowhere kind of thing. And every year they get together and they draw lots out of a box. And whoever mm-hmm. gets the little black circle uh, gets stoned to death. Where was this? Like, <laughs> it's was a, this it's like a, a movie or a story? Okay. I probably, it's not real. Um, I can't remember who Maybe. wrote it. Listen, those very small towns. <laughs> I don't know. You happen to roll mosey on through them. But it's a it's a short story called The Lottery. That is so grim. Yeah, no, it, it was a sad one. But so that that's not our reality, thankfully. Our reality is I don't know. What <laughs> we don't, say. In parentheses, <laughs> we don't know yet. We don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, phone in if your town is up to some weird things. <laughs> some good old fashioned stoning. <laughs> yeah, some annual or biannual God. stoning. <laughs> um. But tell me, what has been the biggest shift for you in adulthood that maybe you didn't expect to take up as much of your time as it does, um, maybe headspace as it does, or any combination of those things? Um, I mean, I also relate a lot to the whole eating, like food aspect that you were saying. Mm-hmm. Just because when I was in undergrad, I worked for my university in housing. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I actually got free a free meal plan where awesome. I could eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. And so I was able to, you know, like have a variety, have salads, have fresh fruits, have yogurt, you know, a balanced meal. Yeah, yeah. And then I got out of that, and I had to take care of myself. <laughs> and I oh no, <laughs> I uh, I've tried apps. I've tried you know, cookbooks. I've tried everything to try and figure out a consistent way to cook something that's healthy for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I I didn't grow up. We grew up middle to low class just because that's where we were in in my life. And so to me as a kid, dinner could be PB&Js or it could be macaroni and cheese. It could be hot dogs. And that's not the best thing to eat. Mm-hmm. And so now that I'm older and I'm trying to take care of my body and I'm trying to learn recipes and learn how to cook properly. God, I don't even know how to cook half the things properly. You know, I have to <laughs> – you know how sad it is when you have to, like, Google how to make an omelet, all right? Like <laughs> – Yeah, how do you how do you toast bread? <laughs> or I, I – can just, I – Go ahead. <laughs> Can I tell you this like really cursed image that I saw? It was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich someone made. And they put both of those ingredients on the outermost portions and then put the bread slices together. And so it was the person's hand fully in the peanut butter on, on the bottom oh. and in the jelly on the top. And it was probably <laughs> one of the saddest things I've ever seen. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just that, oh, no, that's a mess. It's a mess. I know. I know. What? What? No, go ahead. I was going to go off topic. (laughs) You know, it it comes with the programming. But um, (laughs) I think also you bring up such an excellent point about nutrition now at the particular ages we are at because we're in our 20s and – I feel like your 20s really sets such a trajectory for when you start segueing into 30s, 40s, and beyond, right? Mm -hmm. Because whether it's skincare or what you eat, Mm -hmm. it really does make such a huge impact. And if you're also not exercising consistently in your 20s, and I know many people in their (laughs) 20s, it's like, oh, I can be a full garbage person and, you know, (laughs) for whatever, like, you know, get two hours of sleep several days a week, um binge drink also as many times or you know whatever it is Mm -hmm. and then not feel any consequences but newsflash including myself and a good handful of people i know we all have (laughs) back problems like oh god (laughs) you know if you sleep wrong you sneeze too hard get up too fast (laughs) 
the sneezing to one. That one, it hurts. Because I literally, I was laying, or I was sitting on the couch wrong one day. And, you know, because you have no posture, you know, in your downtime. Yeah, you're like folded over like a lawn chair. I really was. And I coughed. And I threw my back out. (laughs) I thought you were going to say I threw up. but (laughs) Oh, I threw my lower back out. Oh, no. And I had a pain in my lower back for like two days after. And I had to use Icy Hot. Yeah, my lumbar spine bust out the Bengay. (laughs) (laughs) No, you are. Yeah, you are so right where you, you see doctors or specialists always say that you can't take back an aging process also like nope (laughs) we already had a whole episode on aging and to me aging gracefully just doesn't exist anymore and it's stupid but to take care of your body you need to start young you need to and not just to be beautiful but to just be healthy yeah not just for the sake of vanity because that won't get you very far (laughs) no no everybody your skin is going to sag it's going to wrinkle it's going to spot it's going to age your body is going to degenerate over time. It's just what happens. You cannot delay the inevitable. Yeah, Death comes for us all. Right. The one, like, <laughs> unifying force. Right. You know, yeah, that uh, no one can outrun from. And I don't care how good of genetics you have. If you're not taking care of yourself, you're going to look like Gollum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not chic. It's not chic. It's not. I mean, it's a look, but... (laughs) You're throwing looks all right, but... Yeah. (laughs) And your loincloth and little, you know, little cruddies of hair, little crumb bum. But yeah, the, the idea of trying to stay healthy and take care of yourself, really, I feel like past 25, I think I hit 25 and everything started to like catch up with me all the shit i did in college and in grad school and in high school i didn't even do a lot in high school so we'll just forget that but the six years of like higher education yeah i just was living day to day from stress or what have you and coming off Mm -hmm. of that my body shut down for a couple of years there and the stress girl Mm -hmm. is one of the worst things you could do yes so that's that has been probably one of the things that's taken up more time or at least more mental space than I was prepared for. The thing mm-hmm. that has taken up more time than I ever thought humanly goddamn possible was dishes. Huh. Fucking I do dishes. <laughs> you throw them out every couple months every just not couple to do to them. Days? And I know there's only two of us in my household. There's me yeah. and my spouse. God forbid I had kids. I would not, I would lose my goddamn mind by how many dishes just two people can dirty in a couple of days. What if you are the baby, though? I am baby, but, like, let's be real. Right. (laughs) 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 But, no, I saw another thing online. Someone had said, it doesn't matter if I just cleaned the kitchen or if I cleaned it three days ago, it looks the same. No kidding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this, like, do you have a dish routine, like, at night before you go to bed so it's all done? Or is it just kind of throughout the day on an ongoing basis, you get to the dishes, you throw them out and forget they ever existed? <laughs> I So here's the thing also. In, in my house, we don't use paper plates or paper uh-huh. cups or any of that stuff. We use Disposable. We use, right. We use paper napkins. Or paper towels, but that's about it. Sure. Um, and so we bought a plate set or like an eating set where you got four large plates, four smaller plates, four bowls, uh-huh. and four mugs. Okay, nice. And then we've got, you know, plastic bowls and then plastic cups kind of stuff mixed like in. Like for snacks, whatever. Right. Yeah, miscellaneous. So it's not like even if we dirtied almost every utensil – Mm-hmm. I could still almost fit everything in the dishwasher. Okay. But again, when you're trying to eat healthy and you're trying to cook, <laughs> you now have pots and pans and the lids to those pots and pans and strainers and a blender and a rice cooker. And like all of a sudden you've got six or eight different cooking utensils that are also dirty on top of everything else. And so 
Yeah. You know, we don't, I don't have a routine. It either becomes, I can get it done in the morning before I go to work. Because when I get home at night, that's it. I'm done. I'm not doing anything. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's good. That, at least, you, yeah. That is brain off time and that's it. Uh-huh. So I can either get things done clean in the morning or it's a weekend task or <laughs> I wait until I have enough to put in the dishwasher and I run the dishwasher. Yeah. Yeah. What's it? What's that like for you? Because you, you know, live by yourself at least and yeah. you've got your two amazing fur babies. Yeah. Um, you know what? Definitely I like to get – Anything that's done in the sink at night, washed, Mm -hmm. and at least in the drying rack. I hate putting dishes away, but I don't mind the process of washing them. And it may be because I grew up without a dishwasher. Mm -hmm. And growing up, I knew kids who had dishwashers in their home, and even as adults, Mm -hmm. um, who are like, oh, God, I got to unload the dishwasher. And I was always like, well, you sound stupid because, like, you didn't even have to wash them. (laughs) You know, <laughs> like the biggest first world problem. So to me, I was like, this is what? Like, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> um, and if, but like you said, it's definitely when there are the days when I am cooking for the week because mm-hmm. I try to have it for several days. Like food fatigue, I don't care. It's not a thing for me, but it's the preparation because you're right. The pots accumulate. You're like, where did this all come from? Mm hmm. And the biggest thing for me is, like, the food scraps. Um, I don't uh, eat a lot of meat. I rarely do. And I've never prepared it here where I live. Okay. So, but, you know, from vegetables and fruits, that stuff gets everywhere. (laughs) Like the skins, if you peel them, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's, like, the one thing that I have to deal with. But um, And then with my little ones, it's washing at least once a day the water dishes because sometimes like the fur gets in there my Mm -hmm. place it's an old building so like dust and you know things just settle and you could see it on the surface of the water right so at least once a day doing that and i kind of enjoy the routine of it Mm -hmm. um because i will kind of skip ahead here that the one thing for me that takes up a lot of time that i didn't think it would is the cleaning i live quite minimally Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of things on the surface, but I think living in a old building, the dust settles mm-hmm. and the fur from my fur babies, it settles. Like yeah. it I think if it was just me, it wouldn't be as big of an issue, but the cleaning and if I move quick, it's like two, two and a half hours, but mm-hmm. that's still quite a chunk of time. And this place yeah. isn't big and there's like not a lot of things to clean. Right. Yeah. So, let me let me ask you a quick question. Do you have like a room air purifier? I do. I okay. do, but even then like oh man, especially during the winter cuz there's radiators here, the air can get so ridiculously dry. Yeah. And even for my little ones, it's like the dander and things like that, you mm-hmm. know. Um so it's like I have a humidifier in one room, the air purifier in another room, <laughs> and even then the three of us together are still struggling <laughs> to keep, you know, like the, our our dermis to retain its moisture. <laughs> oh, girl, yes, because that's that's one thing I found out um, when we moved uh, back home. It's a little, it's not as dry as where we were, but it's still super dusty. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. there's a lot of wide open spaces. Yeah, and so we actually have two fairly large air purifiers one that sits in the living room and one that now sits in our bedroom okay and it's cut back on a lot of the dusts in the air so i don't feel like i have to dust as much in those rooms Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it's funny though because the the brand i bought they say you know you don't you only have to change them you only have to change (laughs) your filters every six months girl i am barely making it through three months at a time and these things are coated no way it is so dusty it is so bad and i we have why is that i don't know we also you know we make sure that we change out the hvac unit filter as often as we can because my allergies are I swear to God, are going to be the death of me one day. Like I have really bad. No, allergies. don't don't even speak that into existence. I know, don't plant I know. that seed, girl. 
I have really bad allergies, though, to almost anything. I went to an immunologist, mm-hmm. and they're like, you're basically allergic to the outdoors. And I went, great. Yeah, Fuck. you need a giant hamster wheel to navigate your way through the outside environment. <laughs> a little hamster ball, like, I'll be the new ball boy. <laughs> ball boy. But, um, yeah, I it's it's bad. But I, I found, though, that using air purifiers, at least it does its job. It eliminates the yeah. dust, and I don't feel like I have to at dust what as cost? often. Listen, it's but, only like 20 bucks for two filters. <laughs> yeesh, because like, you know, some models of air purifier, even if they've been on the market for a while, the particular filters are still like in the 40s or 50s mm-hmm. price wise. And if you're needing to replace that, that I mean, goes without saying a cruise over time, right? Like mm-hmm. the budget just for the air filters. And it shocks me because your home isn't that old. No, this and is I, like a new I, building. Yeah, and I know you keep a clean space, mm-hmm. so that blows my mind that three months tops and you need to replace again. As an adult, I'm like, that's problematic. That offends me. <laughs> it offends me. Yeah. I am offended about the amount of dust in the air. Yeah, <laughs> that isn't right. Yeah. It's demoralizing. Yeah, that's just, I mean, when it comes to a cost- would it, what would that be like 60 bucks a year for fil- for air filters for two machines yeah. versus I don't know how many doctor's appointment costs I would need if I probably didn't have them. Ugh. I mean, it's probably cheaper than immun- immunotherapy. So that's yeah, that's best not to speculate for. too long. <laughs> right. I don't want to speak to this too much. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, wow. And I think this is a good segue into like, even the bills and taxes piece. Oh yeah, that comes with adulthood. God, it is so. The surprise so fees of adulthood. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not talking about a- lived experiences. <laughs> I'm talking about the financial ones. God, that could be a whole episode in itself. Surprised fees of adulthood. That's a great title. <laughs> yeah, if, if we ever write the book, that's that. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It's actually kind of funny because my husband and I were looking at buying a new vehicle, because um, mm-hmm. we have we have a car and then we have like a four wheel drive kind of vehicle, but not truck. Um, yeah, and we're moving for when you go drifting and drag racing on the weekends, <laughs> right? But we're yeah. going to be moving soon to a climate that probably needs better four wheel drive. Yeah, and, you know, stronger engine kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Monster truck or a tank is what you're looking for. You mean? <laughs> But no, he was looking online and there is some, there's some kind of like, bear with me, like a, it's a four, four, ten, twenty rule or something where it's like, mm-hmm. if you can, you should only buy a vehicle if you can pay it off in four years at like 10% of the value or something. I don't remember what it was exactly, but uh-huh. looking at the vehicles that we're looking at. Yeah. That was going to average out to like a six hundred to seven hundred dollar bill every month to pay off a vehicle. Yeah, like most <laughs> new cars nowadays, at least forty five thousand, like nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's two things: like one of the quickest depreciating assets you can get just driving it off the lot once you've bought it, mm-hmm. uh, new or used. Mm-hmm. But also the inflation right now. Oh my god, is nuts. It's nuts, like, costs across all areas of living, uh-huh. but especially now cars, cars and housing. Oh, yeah. See, I wouldn't care about this shit in adulthood, or I mean, in childhood. I don't care about this shit in adulthood. Maybe that was a Freudian <laughs> slip. But, like, you know what I mean? Across everywhere and in certain states and cities more than others. Uh-huh. But still. It's wow. insanity right now with, with the pandemic and with – Everything got shut down across the world, and so imports imports and exports, you know, came to a standstill, basically, and all yeah. of a sudden, we have huge shortages in vehicles, because we yeah. make almost nothing in-house anymore. Uh-huh. And so, what was crazy is, you know, my husband was comparing if he built a truck online, like, if he, if he went through, I'll just say Toyota, because that's what we were looking at. If we went through the Toyota mm-hmm. website and made the truck to what he wanted it to look like and be, uh-huh. it was like thirty six to 40000 Okay. To Compared to a used truck that was older, mind you, an uh-huh. older model, 
with maybe a couple of specialties, but not a whole lot, on a lot, where I'm located, it was on average like $45,000. See? And that's like- $10,000 more for a used vehicle. And then plus the taxes on top of that. Oh my God. So that's just without that stuff. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It is so stupid. So stupid. Yeah. It's housing and vehicles- and, you know, some goods like lumber that, yeah, I see, build yourself a monster truck, a nice Toyota monster truck. Because <laughs> Toyotas are tanks like Honda Civics and Camrys, Toyota Camrys. Girl, I, to this, I, oh God, knock on so much wood. I love my Camry and I am No, it's too to- expensive to do that now. Don't do that on the wood. <laughs> <laughs> no, my Camry is my baby. I don't care. I will take care of that thing until it literally gives out on me. It's a good car. It is. It is a solid vehicle. And everyone, I saw a post online somewhere that was making fun of different car drivers, like what you drive and how that says about your personality. Sure. And someone, oh, they came for Camry owner's bloods. They're like, why do you think that you can pass my like V6 engine and your little V4 pulling out in front of me like you got somewhere to go? And I'm just like, oh, shit. (laughs) Listen, because we know our, one, we know the car is more dependable (laughs) than your V6 engine. Right. Two, I'm not paying as much gas for that as you are for yours. So already dabs on them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Like, especially in the United States, the the thing with big cars, like V6, V8 engines. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? Or uh, like the people, like if you can afford it go for it not knocking on anyone but the people that have like sports models or very low to the ground cars and you live in states with uh let's say very icy conditions snow or lots of snow yeah yeah why just why you can't like you can only get so many months use and enjoyment out of such a car like flaunting the fact that you own this car that's very true. And I feel like the opposite is also true when you're in cities and you see these people in these giant lifted diesel trucks that are spotless. Totally. Spotless. Spotless. And it's like, why do you even have this? If it has like a landscaping thing on the side, then at least- Yeah, I'm if you're like, hauling okay, ass whatever. using that car, then sure. But no, a lot of the times people are just like, oh, I got my big truck. And listen, listen. Yeah, ugh. Everybody who owns a giant truck and doesn't use it, every single person on the road who sees you is automatically going to say, hmm, tiny dick truck. Yeah. You oh, yeah. It's a personality type. Overcompensating. <laughs> like. Yeah. Stop. It's, <laughs> when things are understood, they don't need to be said out loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. It's like certain personality types that get certain types of cars. And that's uh-huh. one of those cases. And yeah, or like sports cars are big, just like you get two miles to the gallon kind of vehicles. Mm-hmm. If you're in a city and you there's a stop sign every other block. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Oh, you're going to roll up in your like uh, Porsche or whatever speed up to 60 just to pull a hard stop by that school Uh uh-huh just so you could speed up again to slow down again (laughs) sure showed me watch out we got a badass over here like i know vroom vroom this is you know i really really do hope that when the inflation of vehicle prices start to go down that i hope that electric vehicles become more common and more affordable because yeah we need to stop blowing all this gas and exhaust into the air. We do. Yeah, but they need to figure out the battery situation for electric vehicles since those mm-hmm. can be very toxic for the environment once they're no longer being used. Yeah, a good recycle system yeah. for them. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's a lot to think about, I think, moving forward, but like you, I, I hope it comes into fruition and yeah, you get your big diesel truck, but it's electric now. <laughs> yeah. Well, with with all of your, your driving and whatnot, like, I don't know. What else What else 
does that lead to with adult issues and adult problems that we didn't see coming? <laughs> you know what? I think this might be some something to consider that's uniquely American is also that there's exactly that, a lot of driving everywhere, that you aren't walking for things. Okay. Um, I don't know. Even in the places that I've lived, um, where there are certainly things that are walking distance, but people just drive there. Mm-hmm. They're not walking. We are like, a very, like, car-centric society over yeah, here. Yeah, and I get it. Like, let's say if you're older, um, if – um, there is some mobility thing that uh, makes it difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're pregnant, absolutely, you drive that car. Um, and I know weather coupled with certain medical conditions also makes that difficult. But if if you can, why not? Use those leggies. <laughs> Use the leggies. <laughs> yeah, you bipedal uh, creature. <laughs> You know no, what I mean? I, I do. And it's it's kind of weird because a lot of the places that I've been to that tried to incorporate bicycles more, yeah. you get drivers that are annoyed with that. Well, because some cyclists, like, okay, you know what? I'm sorry. That was a strong reaction. But <laughs> living in the, in the place that I do, like, the cyclists don't treat themselves like they're another vehicle on the road. They won't even stop at an s- intersection. And they'll just keep on going and expect you to stop for them. That, I feel like, is a very hot topic in the sense of that... Yeah, that's another episode. <laughs> cyclists, it's... What are they? Who if you're on they? the road, are you a vehicle yeah. or are you a pedestrian? And if you are a vehicle, then should you be allowed to, like, ride on sidewalks? Yeah, they say, like, if you're above a certain age, you should be riding on the street. But if you don't have, like, a bike lane, mm-hmm. you know... Um, if there's certain weather and you do need the bike, cause that's your only mode of transportation. Right. But I see many people that just like, they don't care. Yeah. It's like those pedestrians that just walk out in front of the cars, <laughs> which I'm like, that's BDE kind of, that's a death wish, but that's also BDE a little bit. Listen, um, when I was in gra- <laughs> undergrad, here's the thing at my undergrad, it was a pedestrian first university. Got so it. they were mm-hmm. limiting cars on campus. Yeah. And so if someone was coming up to cross the street, it was the car's responsibility on campus to stop. Okay. At our mm-hmm. grad school, it was not pedestrian first. It was vehicle first. Yeah. Do you remember that big crosswalk? Yeah. And yeah. I cannot tell you the number of times I had to remind myself that I cannot just walk out into the street, even if there <laughs> would be plenty of room for that car to stop. If yeah. there wasn't a stop sign... They were not stopping. And that was wild to me to like try and go from, I don't know. I just felt like that was common decency if you're on a university and someone was trying to get to class. But maybe that was Mm -hmm. just because my undergrad kind of got me into that headspace. Well, because it's like aside from that big crosswalk, any other space that was certainly okay to do at our school. I mean, anytime on that main road, though, that the cro- – because there was the main intersection and then yeah. that main road. And anytime on that main road, it was a, it was a two-lane actual yeah. road that led through campus into town. I never mm-hmm. really felt safe crossing it unless I was in an area that let me to. Yeah, yeah. Like, further down, there was that crosswalk, which certainly allowed for that. But the closer you got to that particular area, definitely less safe because there was yeah. also the other road – running vertically through it that was mm-hmm. just one car in either direction. Right. And yeah. And to paint a clearer picture to, to listeners who might not have any idea what we're talking about, we had something called a scatter light. Yeah. And so it was a four-way stoplight in the middle of campus. Mm-hmm. And there would be times where it, it would go red for both directions and green for crossers. And so everyone crossed at the same time you know, diagonally, across, whatever, however, just, you know, you yeah, had all about, cardinal directions. Yeah. You had, what, like 25 seconds to get across wherever you needed to go? Something like that, yep. And then it would stop for crosswalkers, and then the traffic lanes would start back up again. Yeah, yeah. So but that was wild. <laughs> Mama, but you haven't lived until you've almost been run over by a guy in a smart car, because that's what happened to me in undergrad. What? <laughs> and... Mind you, it was also pedestrian first. And despite, you know, the parking lot rules being like 10 to 15 miles an hour, 
people, Mm -hmm. even when they were backing up, like it got to be such a big problem that they needed to install speed bumps in the garage because people were just 30 to 40 just gunning it through these parking lots. It's crazy. And one time I got there really early and this guy in a smart car almost ran me over. And I'm like, I probably would have done more damage to the car than it to me. (laughs) Because, you know, a smart car, but... And this guy, the audacity, he, like, he had a hard stop, you know, because he's just, Uh like, he's rolling like he's uh, in an Escalade, this guy. That was the attitude, you know, but in a (laughs) compact, very compact version. And then he's hard stop right at the very last moment and then waved to me like he was doing me a favor. And I'm like, bitch, I had the right of way (laughs) telling me I can go. Oh, The audacity. Yeah, the attitude and the confidence, but I'm just like, still, I'm annoyed <laughs> with this gentleman. I am annoyed with you. Yeah, and I hope you know. Yeah, smart car man, if you are listening, <laughs> I haven't forgotten. Yeah, what you say, though, you make a good point with everything being so. I spend so much time in my vehicle and I was not expecting or or prepared to i mean yeah yeah as of right now i work across the street from where i live which is Mm -hmm. really nice i can leave my house 10 minutes until my clock end time and make it it's great yeah yeah but you know i've also worked a job where i worked downtown in a fairly large city and i lived in a suburb and -hmm. it was a 45 minute drive just to get to work one way that's my current job that is Yeah. And that's without traffic. It's like about 45 minutes. Yeah. So you can just imagine on the way back. And they aren't necessarily peak traffic times. Right. That it may take over an hour. I I don't know. Because you've been overseas more than I have. Is it like how different is it? Obviously, (sighs) it's going to be different. But like on a scale of one, it's exactly the same to 10. There are no cars anywhere. Where where would you say that, you know, some of the overseas is at? I feel like it really depends Um, where I was most recently. There was a lot of road work going on. Mm -hmm. So they had redirected traffic and then they have a lot more roundabouts, Mm. you know? Um, So there's still some flow there and it's not exactly a hard stop like with the lights. Right. Uh, People drive more crazy, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It's it's kind of like, <laughs> I have a friend who lives in the South, and she's like, it's very bad etiquette to honk at people, because oh. that leads to a bunch of problems. And okay. I've been in places like here, it's like short honks, maybe a little bit longer honks, mm-hmm. and that's okay. You know, you communicate that way. And then in other places that I've been, all they do is just lay on the horn. <laughs> New York, I'm looking at you. See, and that's that's crazy, because I've been, I've been overseas once before, and I was talking to someone who... Uh, who had family in India, and they said that apparently, oh, man, yeah, apparently in India and where we were at, which we were in Turkey at the time, yeah, uh, people honk to let you know they're getting over. They don't use their okay. blinkers. Interesting. And I'm just like, but that's fifty fifty. You can go either left or right. Right. Like, what do you mean? So what? Someone honks and everyone just stops really quick. Yeah. Good luck, everybody. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. No, that's why you got a blinker. Like, you can do both, but put out that blinker, though. Right? At least then, you know, someone knows which way you're going. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Or maybe there's, like, this unspoken, like, telekinesis. Everyone has telekinesis there that (laughs) they just know. They just know. I don't know. Where I'm I'm from, I'm from kind of the country area. And there were a few times that you just, you didn't use your horn, right? You didn't use your horn uh, when you get stuck behind a tractor because... Tractors, tractors are tractor. just doing the best they freaking can. They're trying oh, to get I know. from A to B, and they are, yeah. I promise you, they're going roll. as fast as they can. And they hate every minute being on that damn highway. Oh, I know. And sometimes they pull over just to let people pass, which I'm like, I am so sorry. Right. So you never, anyone who's who's listening and they, you know, are from a city and they're not from a country area, if you ever drive through a small backwoods area and there's a tractor on the road, just slow down. Yeah, just chill. Just, just chill. chill. They don't have all of the safety precautions that you do in that giant vehicle. And if it mm-hmm. tips, if you make them swerve, whatever, 
they have such a higher fatality rate. Just just chill, you know? And also, if you're going to go around them and it's one lane in either direction, be sure there's ample space before you maneuver back into that lane. Mm-hmm. It's like doing that in front of a semi. It's just, despite all the tires, it's a bigger vehicle. They need more time to stop. Yes. And same thing with farm vehicles like tractors. So just give ample space. Right. So, like, that's one time you don't use your horn. And then you typically another thing is you don't use your horn when you're around schools. I don't know okay. if that's, like, a typical Tell me thing. more about it. Is so, that more, like, not to disturb the students? <laughs> that and a lot of it is, like, drop off and pick up kind of thing where mm-hmm. if you have a good flow, if you are driving the way you're supposed to to pick up your kids. Yeah. Everyone's trying to get in and out. Sure. No one needs to be honking. Like, if everyone honked when they were annoyed at drop-off and pick-up for children, it would be so loud. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Even louder. Right. So, unless there is – someone is literally going to hit you and they don't see you, Mm -hmm. don't don't honk. And plus, you know, you've also got your school bus drivers who are also there. They don't have a great range of viewing. Yeah. And so, if they're hearing other people honk, they don't know if they're honking at them. They don't know if it's honking at another person. Like – Mm-hmm. You just don't need to do that. Yeah, because I, I feel like people get in a car, and sometimes it's like a whole other person comes out behind the wheel, you know, <laughs> yeah. where it's like, I am safe within this box, and I'm going to be aggressive, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, you know, and it's like things that would normally never set you off, somehow it does in a bigger way. You know, like these road rage incidents, it's usually something so trivial. Like, if someone cuts you off, let them go. Who cares? Right. You know what? You probably want that person in front of you. Don't right. start playing, like, bumper to bumper with them and all this other crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you see someone uh, driving, like, a bat out of hell, good. Let them in front of you. You don't know why they're doing it, but let them in front of you. I guarantee it's better for the both of y'all. Yeah. my biggest My biggest pet peeve is when people brake check you. Oh, yeah. It's like, why? Listen, I Unless you're I, riding their butt, it's you know, but if you're not Right. And I, I will admit I am a I am an aggressive driver. I do have bad road rage. I try not to. I have been trying not to, but if you are going five under the limit, I'm going to get around you as quickly as I can. Sure, sure. Now that might mean if you have a big ass stupid truck and I can't see around you. I'm going to have to get close to you so I can see behind you. And I have had people hit their brakes while I am trying to get around them because they think I'm too close. Listen, if I hit you, that's my fault and I will get in trouble, okay? I know where I'm at. I know how far my car is. I'm I'm doing my best to not be a dickhead. But you are being so slow that I need to get around you. Like – yeah. I've had people ride my ass so much in the car, it's, like yeah, following in me car. in vehicles. Okay, <laughs> yeah. And, if you're just joining in, listening, <laughs> it's cars. And, We're talking about cars. And my headspace when I look in my rear view and I can make the whites of the eyes out, and the person behind me, I just sit there and think, if you hit me, it's your fault. Yeah, get around yeah. me when you can. Then I don't. I do not speed up or slow down. I don't. None of that. None of that. Just No, or when there's so many open lanes and they want to be in this particular <laughs> lane, ridiculous. But also they when people get mad at you for driving the limit or even let's say five over the limit and that's still not enough for them. <laughs> I had this guy in, I think it's like a Toyota Yaris. It's another small car. I don't know what's with me in small cars. <laughs> but like it was a 35 area and this guy, he was doing at least 45 Okay. And I'm like, that's your prerogative, but are you going to pay my ticket if right. I get that? No. And he was mad and he was honking. And I'm like, dude, you got all this space. It's nuts. Like, I don't know. And that's why I just let it go. It's just, you know, don't engage people. Mm-hmm. And I have friend, uh, friends and like acquaintances that just call it driving efficiently. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, at some point you're just driving like an asshole. <laughs> Right. Am I the asshole? Yes. <laughs> yes. Singing from the mountain. Oh my god. Okay. I feel like I feel like cars we could probably or like driving etiquette yeah. we could talk about for ages. But this, so this, <laughs> it's probably a good place to wrap up because we turned it into a strictly cars episode. 
I don't know. I mean, the the problems in uh, with adult life is, is a lot of it. At least in the states, I feel like revolve around driving or vehicles, sure. or what have you. Yeah, I mean, it, really it, is, it a is a nuanced social dance. It is where from, you spend within a most box on your, wheels. Yeah, <laughs> it's where you spend most of your adult time. I feel is in a vehicle or at some point doing something, and uh, yeah, but. Aside from that, and aside from the groceries, and aside from the health. And the taxes. Don't forget and, the taxes. <laughs> and the taxes. And the They'll bills. never let us forget. Yeah. <laughs> Do you cry yourself to sleep at night don't, thinking about taxes? Don't worry. If we forget, the IRS will remember. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, always lurking in my finances. What? What a. Do you, do you have any wrap up thoughts for this episode? <laughs> Adulthood seems so overwhelming at times, but you figure it out and you do the best you can. Yeah. And also really do the best you can in your 20s. Take care of yourself. Don't don't ride that body into the ground. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I for most people with advances in medicine, you've got a lot of time ahead of you. Mm-hmm. So take care of yourself and start early. <laughs> Get those habits going. Yeah, I would say, you know... Trust Don't pickle me. that body. <laughs> Trust me when I say nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. No. <laughs> nobody knows. My neighbor doesn't know what we're doing because he's riding in on his goddamn motorcycle again. My dude. <laughs> he's like, oh, I hear someone recording a podcast. Now is a great time to just take this on the road. <sighs> nobody knows what they're doing at any time. I, I swear, I promise, if you are a parent looking for another parent and trying to, like, compare notes, no one knows what they're doing. If you're a college student trying to talk to another college student, you could be taking all the same classes. They don't know what they're doing. We are all winging it to the best of our abilities. So just keep that in mind, you know? We're all doing our fucking best. <laughs> yeah, and also compare yourself to you. I feel like we live in a culture right now where it's like, oh, I'm 18 and bought my first house or whatever. Yes. You know, the fact that you're here and doing what you can, that's success. Absolutely. Absolutely. Success is is you getting up in the morning. Yeah. You waking up and doing your best. (laughs) Yeah. Washing those dishes as they get into the sink, uh, moisturizing and putting on sunscreen. Okay, well, with all of those final thoughts for you lovely people, thank you everyone for listening. If you've enjoyed it thus far, leave a like, a rating, subscribe, tell your friends, whatever or however it is that you use for your podcasting experience. We greatly appreciate it. And until next week, stay alive, folks. (laughs) Take care, everyone. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.